Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we'll talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league. And we'll, of course, cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers are up to and what we're looking forward to the coming weekend. It's week 13, last week of the regular season, and wow, we got a lot going on. Uh, Everybody's uh, competing to see where they're going to place in the end-of-season rankings, trying to avoid the punishment garment uh, for last place, trying to make it into the top bracket of the playoffs for some of you, and uh, yeah, just a a lot is happening. So let's let's not waste time, shall we? Let's, Let's talk about what happened in week 12. Last week... Let's see. I had a game. Uh, I beat Glenn. Uh, I'm now nine and, th- nine and three. Glenn is now five and seven, and he's competing for that last playoff spot. Uh, I was pretty solid everywhere except for Aaron Rodgers against Seattle, and uh, I won the side bet. So Derek, or not Derek, I was thinking about side bets, and Derek, you came to mind. But Glenn uh, and I had a side bet for defenses, and my Denver D scored more than Glenn's Houston so glenn you owe me uh and glenn otherwise was let down a little bit by jarvis landry and alan robinson but a uh, fairly solid game but uh so good game buddy good game uh colin got a win too not too much of a surprise there he's now eight and four great record he beat the stuffing the thanksgiving stuffing out of matt's team matt is now four and eight uh he had the lowest score on the week sorry matt uh and matt's team just plain snuck it up Sorry, not not a great showing. Uh, it was only one point better than his worst ever score for which he did a punishment. And uh, and also that was this season. Uh, and he was led or reverse led by failures by Matthew Stafford and Michael Thomas. Neither had great games. And Michael Thomas actually had not a great game this week, too. Uh, and Colin had predictably really good games out of Juju Smith, Schuster and Saquon Barkley. And Matt, uh, bad news for this past week, but at least this week, you get Patty Mahomes back. So uh, watch out, everybody. Uh, Tom got the highest score of the week. He exploded and got, uh, he's now five and seven. He beat up on Brett. He's now six and six. Uh, Brett kind of had a stinker of a game from Greg Olson, but was otherwise fine. But Tom, the story was Tom. Amari Cooper scoring 30 for the Cowboys last week. Uh, did pretty good this week, too. Not great, but okay. And uh, 35 points from McCaffrey, 22 from the Mr. Getting in Fights He Doesn't Belong in, Leonard Fournette. So, Tom, really great job there. Uh, Pete got a win. He's now 3-8-1, and one, and he beat on Craig, who's now 4-8. and eight. So very similar records there. Pete got a great game from Drew Brees last week. Not so much this week. I'm recording this on Saturday, so I've seen the Thursday game. And, uh, and Tyler Boyd uh, had a good game for Pete. Good luck with that going forward with Andy Dalton's injury. Uh, Craig had, well, not a great game from Trey Burton, which basically might have made all the difference there, or just about. So it was, it was a close game. It was a, a good one to uh, watch back and forth. Drew is now 10 and 2. The leader stays the leader. Uh, he beat John, who's now 7 and 5. Uh, for John, Kel- Travis Kelsey on a bye uh, definitely hurt some, but overall, not just not a wonderful week for many of his, his players. And Drew, uh, he keeps having good luck with luck. And also, he has Adam Thielen and Nick Chubb on his team. So. 
Yeah, good, good job, Drew. Last but not least, Scott got a win. He's now five and seven, and he beat Derek, who's now five and six and one. So again, this is a tight, tight race. Uh, Derek had uh, pretty good stuff from Philip Rivers, but not much else there. Um, so Derek did not have a good week last week. And uh, Scott was solidly good to great across the board with uh, some nice contributions, uh, even from Tom Brady, who has not had the year that people expected after last year. Uh, he also had a good game out of Kenyon Drake, um, which is one of his new ads, that and uh, T.Y. Hilton. So uh, yeah, good job, Scott. Going into the overachievers and underperformers based on the Yahoo projections from week 12, Tom was the biggest overachiever. No surprise there. 49 points over projection. Uh, did not see that explosion coming uh, myself either uh, based on the, the rosters, but just everything went his way. Great win, Tom. And Matt, sorry, predictably uh, with a score like that, you were the biggest underachiever. You were 45 points under uh, the, uh, the Yahoo projections. After that week 12, uh, we had a lot of transactions on the board. Drew, um, you know, before we get into this week's transaction, I guess the hindsight, uh, Drew picking up the LA Rams D for free is, I think that's basically going to suck for every one of his opponents this week and in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. So Drew, good, good job in week 11 getting that. Uh, week 12 now, uh, this just happened a couple days ago, uh, we had the waiver wire kind of lit up. Everybody's scrambling. Uh, so Colin got Adam Humphreys for 6 bucks over Matt and Pete. Uh, I got Justin Jackson for $12 over Pete's $0 bid. Uh, Glenn got the Seattle defense for $15 over by, by bidding just a couple dollars over Colin. Uh, Drew also bid for that. Matt also bid for that. Pete also bid for that. Glenn was the big winner for 15 big bucks. And Scott got the Green Bay D for five bucks over Pete. Uh, people also threw some money away. Uh, Drew got the Detroit D for $7. Glenn got Matt LaCrosse, the tight end in Denver now, uh, for five. Derek got Mohamed Sanu for four. Uh, and Derek also got Carlos Hyde for one dollar, which I have that in the throwing money away column. I would also, but maybe doesn't deserve to be there because it's only one dollar. Uh, meanwhile, I got Justin Jackson for twelve dollars when I could have paid zero and gotten waiver priority over Pete. So, eh, you know, it's it's always a grain of salt. But the, where the transactions really heated up. Uh, was the free agent market. Now, remember, it's past the trade deadline, so people are just, everybody's scrambling on that waiver wire. So Matt picked up Curtis Samuel and Seabass, uh, Sebastian Janikowski, for the Seahawks. Uh, Colin got the LA Chargers kicker, Michael Badgley. Uh, Brett got the Pittsburgh D. Pete got the Kansas City D. And Bruce Ellington and Mike Davis uh, Tom picked up the Tennessee D. Um, they play the New York Jets, then Jacksonville. So pretty good pickup, Tom. And the Bears kicker, Cody Parkley. Craig got D.D. Westbrook. And uh, John got the Carolina defense because they play Tampa and then Cleveland. So not bad pickups at all, everybody. Good job. Uh, if I were to assign somebody to get the Transaction of the Week award, I would say it's going to be Glenn. Good bidding, great pickup, nearly ideal schedule rest of season, except for a game against Spencer Ware and the Chiefs. Oh boy, if I if I'm looking at transaction history and what happened this season, uh, you know, it's it's personally been a very uh, hard week for the tidy bakery uh, mini buns, is what I'll call them. 
Uh, we we had an injury by Melvin or from Melvin Gordon, who's now out for a couple weeks with an MCL issue. Uh, we got uh, Kareem Hunt just got released from the Chiefs after a video surface showing him and an altercation with a 19-year-old woman. The Chiefs claim that they did not uh, know the whole story, but they had the video since February. Come on, NFL. We got to be better than this. Um, luckily, I have Spencer Ware, the handcuff, on my team. So, you know, could be worse. I don't have Austin Eckler on my team. Um but it's not looking great for me this week or next week or possibly the early rounds of the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, rough. And also Stefan Diggs is questionable. Like things are falling apart. I peaked clearly at the wrong time. Um, you know, and, and we're looking into to week 13, looking ahead, looking ahead. I've got a game against John who's seven and a five projected to be a very, very tight one, especially after, you know, the close game, New Orleans and uh, Dallas. Man, what a what a Thursday game. You know, definitely surprised us. I think surprised everybody. The Saints are one of those top three teams in terms of offense, looking great, have those Super Bowl hopes. And Dallas just showed up and stuffed them. Totally shut down their run game. Totally, pretty much totally shut down Drew Brees. Those are not easy things to do. So now we have to respect the Cowboys. And... Uh, yeah, a lot of disappointed fantasy owners because a lot of people were starting all their saints, including me. I mean, I have the kicker, which, eh, whatever. He got four points. But, yeah, interesting. And we've got definitely some interesting fantasy matchups. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, this is an interesting week. We've got four people already. Uh, Drew, myself, Colin, and John, who've clinched playoff berths, uh, Drew's already clinched the first round by. I'm close to clinching the first round by. And really, it's, it's you know, Brett pretty much is, is also clinched pretty much the playoffs. So it's that sixth spot of the playoffs that everybody's going to. Full credit to Drew for having the time to run through the clinching scenarios. Um, but basically, everybody uh, is, is in the running for something or fighting for something, it seems like, uh, which is very cool. Um, so Derek and Glenn and Scott and even Tom are in a, uh, in a playoff spot hunt. Um, Derek kind of controls his own destiny as, as Drew said in that game against Drew. Um, but, uh, if he loses, it really opens the door to everybody else and Glenn and Pete are playing and Pete is basically playing to win. If he gets a win, He's going to try to avoid the loss, the punishment garment for this year. Uh, so, you know, and and if he gets that win, which is over Glenn, I believe, um, you know, and, and it, right now it's looking like uphill sledding for Pete. But if he gets that win and Craig or Matt lose, um, then Pete avoids the punishment garment. So we've got a lot of people competing for... Uh, either getting into the playoffs, avoiding punishment, seeding within the playoffs. Um, you know, there's a lot going on. And Drew uh, sent that great email. So thanks a lot, Drew. And as I mentioned, the important, I don't know, the crucial games that either close or open the door for everybody are Glenn and Pete and uh, Drew and Derek. So we're looking, we're going to keep a close eye on those throughout the weekend. In terms of actual NFL games, 
the ones that I kind of have circled on my list as far as a lot of fantasy playoff uh, implications as well as other playoff implications is we got the Falcons and Ravens playing. Both are sort of, you know, in the hunt for stuff. It's it's a theoretically good on paper offense with the Falcons. Matt Ryan's been, you know, struggling a little bit of late, but against a really good defense in the Ravens and seeing Lamar Jackson and what he continues to do there will be super fun. And then I would say also the Chargers and the Steelers are playing. Uh, and that's a primetime game. That'll be super fun to watch. Um, both really good offenses and both probably playoff teams. So those will be uh, fun to watch. And there's definitely some good, good, good football to watch uh, this weekend. Otherwise, uh, you know, we've had some manager shenanigans as per usual. Uh, we got some side bets going on. I actually have a side bet going on this week. I've got a side bet with John for Sunday only players. I It was a bad idea. It was not fair. I I may have been drinking a be- an adult beverage uh, during the time I agreed to that. And Derek agreed to it too. I think he just likes a bet. Um, yeah, so we'll see if my Sunday players versus John's Sunday players, uh, who is going to win on that one. Uh, Derek's also just been a, a side bet monster of late. He had a great shirt chug video, uh, did that Oshi style. And uh yeah, he, he really took that, as I mentioned in an email, kind of on hard mode with a with a glass bottle instead of a, a can. Um, and we also saw Glenn and Derek drinking Boilermakers together on Thanksgiving, which was heartwarming. And also, those couldn't have been good. Lastly, of course, uh, you know, or actually winding the clock back, uh, last Sunday, Brett Beach had a, had a side bet video with me. And uh, yeah, he drank two Smirnoffs. Smirnoff ices in like basically five seconds. I I don't know. Beach, you're you're scary fast at drinking, and uh, hats off to that one. Hope uh, hope you had fun doing that one at least a little bit, uh, or at least feel proud of yourself because that was an that was impressive. So good job, uh, and yeah. Otherwise, gift of the week. We had a, we had a lot of gifts. Uh, Derek invited us all to make fun of Drew for uh, already doing real well at football, which or at fantasy football, and that was that was fun. Uh, but even before that, uh, talking about last week, I would say that you know what, Derek, I'm still going to give you gift of the week. That pole dancer trying to go upside down and then falling right on the dome uh, as a great fail gift. Definitely made me laugh when I saw it, and uh, good job there. So we got some side bets. Uh, definitely got some stuff going on. I'm, I'm sure we're gonna all be chattering on on the chat in the Yahoo app when uh, when Sunday is happening and we see all the games and how things are going. But uh, hope everybody has uh, has fun watching. If nothing else, it's time for our recurring segment. Can I speak to a manager this week? We've got Scott calling in from the great white north thanks for being here scott thanks great to be here chris yeah uh so scott manager of will fork now retired you have a very interesting season this year you are five and seven you won your first game then you dropped five in a row and you've been clawing your way back and you're actually in playoff contention as we were just talking about um what what happened and how'd you get out of the slump um, well, I can't say anything down to me, to be honest, but, um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Tension in the back half of the season or, you know, anything that uh, related? To be honest, to I was close to pulling away and not really paying any attention at all the way it was going. <laughs> I think the, the good thing about this league is, um, obviously by finishing last, you get the, um, 
shame jersey or shame yes. pants, whatever it is. Yes. If you've already got a jersey, you have to get the pants, I guess, in Derek's situation. But mm-hmm. uh, so there's that incentive to stay. So I'm glad that uh, a couple of weeks ago it was looking a bit risky. Yeah. But um, yeah, no worries for that, which is good. <laughs> That's great. So overall, I mean, you said you were kind of close to pulling away and just sort of like turn it on auto i mean how do you feel things have been going lately uh, it's you know a little bit of a what's the word kind of a bit of excitement i guess this week there's a lot uh, a lot happening mm-hmm. um i mean thursday night's game was well a bit of a surprise really in terms yeah. of the, the result right um yeah i think it looked I... unstoppable yeah nobody expected that i think and that's i mean football can totally surprise you any any game but uh yeah uh, that was a weird one because i know like for instance pete had drew Brees. um did you have anybody mm-hmm. on that i guess you didn't have anybody on that side but um yeah no a lot not of people no, super unless... disappointed besides glenn <laughs> yeah. who who is in seventh and looking to clinch as well so uh yeah yeah he's done well mm-hmm. yeah i don't know we'll see i mean anything can fail on sunday so <laughs> yeah what are projections anyway right right exactly um yeah i guess i don't know we're we're kind of getting to that end of the regular season i know there's a lot of playoff excitement but uh i don't know at least i'm kind of looking back and and things went well things didn't go well do you have any specific uh gloats or 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 regrets or anything like that um yeah i think you know, I, I think some of the trades I've done haven't worked out in my favour long run, but that's kind of the name of the game. I'm looking at uh, at the team that uh, Brett's built, and he's got Eric Ebron now sitting in tight end, and uh, I drafted him, and yeah. I think I got I traded him for Devin Funches, which looked fantastic at the time. It really um, did, yeah. But Ebron has just been a beast. I mean, Lions fans must be really happy to see that happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, I mean, Cook was uh, just a bit of a waste of a draft pick. So much talent, so much potential. You think he's going to have a big year and then nothing, basically. Exactly. (laughs) And then we had a trade, I think. um, Yeah, you got Joe Mixon from me for James Conner, which James Conner did really great for a little while. And then ever since his job became more secure, his production has just totally dropped (laughs) off. Yeah, he's not work, he's not uh, fighting for anything, is he? So. No, no. But you picked up uh, Demarius Thomas late season trade that that went well. Yeah, and he's he's kind. I'm kind of you know, do I play him? Do I not this week? It's, it's uh, some some selection dilemmas, I guess. Yeah, um, but no, it's, it's been a, a good year overall. I think um, I always love the uh, draft grade you get after and. Uh, I think I was projected to go get just the one win, I think. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> after, yeah, it's horrible. Oh, grade. Yahoo doesn't know anything. It's, it's <laughs> right. terrible. Yeah, so I was, I was quite happy to avoid that, to be honest. But, yeah. Um, and It's been a very tight league as well, especially going into the last week with yes. so much happening like down the bottom, yep. in the playoff last scenario, and for the buyer, so... Yeah, no, I feel like everybody, especially in the second half, like people's games have tightened up. We've seen a lot more close contests. Um, you know, looking at the playoffs, there's nobody that I want to face in particular. Everybody looks yeah. pretty formidable. Um, you know, and even the beer bracket but, looks like it'll be, you know, super close. It does, yeah. There's there's no kind of runaway team. I mean, uh, I think you were looking like that if you had Patrick Mahomes and uh, 
Oh, yeah. I mean, Melvin Gordon. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Dragging that back. Uh, (laughs) I've had so much regret about dropping Pat Pat Mahomes in the first week or, you know, before even the first Sunday, I dropped him. And that was uh, the defining mistake of my season. So we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Could come back to haunt you, I guess. Always. Always. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I guess. you know, you've also done a great job at, even in your losses, um, you have not been the bottom at all. I think you've totally avoided any punishment videos. Was that right? Or did you do one? I haven't. Yeah, I've avoided punishment videos. Um, even I, um, I have the Thanksgiving side bet as well. Um, yeah. One, I avoided that too. Um, which, to be honest, I'm a, you know, a little bit actually disappointed at myself. But um <laughs> There's been no snow up here uh, at all, so I couldn't even do a reprise of the Snow yeah, Angels video. But I mean, there's still a few weeks. Video of the year. <laughs> so good. It was cold. Yeah. Now, remind me, where are you located in Canada? Um, so I've actually just moved. We're actually in Lethbridge, which is just south of Calgary. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So, so we're actually it, very close to the border here. Yeah. I mean, it it does get cold still in Calgary and mm-hmm. and the surrounds. Um, is it? I mean, like, is it proper winter there yet? I mean, you said there's no snow, but uh, it's, it's so up and down. Like, we had we actually had snow. I think it was like what do we maybe at the end of October, beginning of November. Uh-huh. Um, but then it's all gone, and it's been like pretty mild, to be honest. Like Canada standards, mild, not yeah, maybe. Uh, but um, we're supposed to get some today. So, I mean, if I have a bad week this week, like you know what to expect next week from the punishment exactly. video. So. <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, you, I think, as well as me, I think we're the two non-Seattle remote people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how how are you finding it? This is, what, your third season in the league? Second season in the, in the league? No, I think it's like fourth or fifth. Oh, shit. Thing. Yeah, no, I think. I don't know. Um, your team says uh, since 2016, but I guess that's not entirely accurate. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know really. I'm still anonymous in the, uh, the boards. I don't really know how to change that either. So I'm not oh, the most yeah. technical <laughs> no, it's, advanced it's person. So. Wacky. <laughs> uh, no, I think I joined, um, yeah, I can't remember exactly what year. I, I remember winning the first year that I did this, um, what? when I knew pretty much nothing about football. Um, yeah. and I don't think I even knew the rules. Uh, <laughs> I was just doing it to try and, uh, you know, make friends with Matt, basically. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah and you won make num- in make numbers up yeah. for him. Yeah, and then since, ironically, knowing a little bit about football, I've <laughs> not been in the shout ever since, I don't think. So <laughs> just goes to show. Yeah. Uh, so I guess not... You didn't come into this with a lot of football knowledge. I didn't either, really. Um, and it's it's all just been, you know, kind of social and, and you know, want to be part of the part of the mix. Uh, mm-hmm. are there other sports that you follow are you like a flames fan or like what do you well, well to be honest actually football is my main sport now oh, okay um cool. yeah it's um definitely like since moving over to north america here it's yeah, yeah it's just the one like my main sport i follow for sure i mean i, I went to a couple of uh seahawks games when uh-huh. i was in vancouver uh-huh. um and uh yeah i mean i, I surprisingly follow like the the European football a little bit, but not as much as they used to. Mm. Um, 
hockey a little bit here and there. Yeah, Flames, I guess, would be my I mean, team. Local, sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but no, yeah, NFL was my, my my jam. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's an exciting sport to watch. At least as I've done more fantasy football, I now have something like players that I know on each team and players mm-hmm. to follow. I, I could turn on any game and still be excited about it. Mm-hmm. Almost any game. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland, San Francisco Definitely. was a low point this this year. But oh, I, I didn't actually tune in for that one. So. <laughs> no, not, not worth it at all. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in the league, um, you mentioned, uh, you know, getting into it to, to be closer to Matt. Um, you know, rivalry week. It, I mean, sorry, just got to make you call some, some folks out. Who's your bigger rival, Brett or John? You played Brett in week four, John in week 10. Are either of those your rivals? Is Matt your true rival? Uh, well, I, I mean, John's just been, I think, everyone's rival this year mm. um, with the curse of the John. Um, Dude, I, I cannot explain <laughs> the stats. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I look, I, I popped this into Excel and started doing some analysis. And it's yeah. just, he is responsible for the bottom half of the average, essentially, of everybody, <laughs> like, scoring badly. I don't know what happens. He's just, and he's a dark horse coming into the playoffs. I mean, like, yeah. I looked at the... Um, the four teams that have clinched and, and well, Brett as well. So five. And I mean, yeah, I mean, out of all of them, I, I wouldn't want to have John's team out of the, the other five, but yeah, you still can't write him off. Like no. <laughs> something about it. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, who knows, who knows what's going to happen, right? Do you have, um, do you have anyone you've, uh, earmarked as potential who you think is going to win if you're going to, gamble on this basically you know before the kareem hunt thing i mm-hmm. my money was actually on myself in some ways <laughs> uh just because um you know for me if i look at i'm kind of a numbers guy and if i look at like points for like how many points i've scored over the season mm. you know it's it's well above everybody else um mm-hmm. and and so that's just an indicator kind of of overall team strength any you know if, if you're just going to take everything like in a vacuum but uh no i mean the top five six teams they all look really tough um colin's been on kind of a run recently he's on a winning streak of three games so is Drew. which i'm hoping to end this week yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh, drew you can never count out i mean like yeah it's uh, i i don't know you know the matchups are going to be really weird and mm-hmm. it's really hard to predict because everybody's like, you know, trying to game like, you know, in the playoffs, what defense do you have? What's their matchup? What kicker do you have? What's their matchup that week? Like, and defenses and kickers are actually swinging things one way or the other for a lot of teams this season. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit torn on the kicker side of things. I mean, if like that's the one position I think we could do better without, to be honest. Yeah, I'm hearing that a lot. Just like in the, you know, if you look at articles on fantasy football at all, people are like, yeah, maybe it's time to drop kickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just a luck of the draw what they end up doing, really, isn't it? But um, yeah, well, I feel that way about tight really... this year too. I mean, who knows? Yeah, you either There's get like a couple two of standouts, but then and... exactly, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, Drew, Drew's been an interesting one because he started off the season and he was scoring so low but had this fantastic record and then all of a sudden he started to put together a bit of a, a decent 
decent yeah. team there. So, yeah. 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 Good. He's doing real well. In in real sports, do you have a like a who you think is going to make the Super Bowl at this point? So. Oh, it's really hard to bet against the LA Rams at this point. Um, you know, they they beat the Chiefs narrowly. Um, and the Chiefs, of course, I mean, are going to be great. But now with their now only very good running back, they've lost a weapon. Um, yeah, I just think uh, their talent and coaching uh, will get them at least, you know, I think to the, to the Super Bowl. I don't know if they'll win it, but... Um, mm-hmm. They're kind of who I'm betting on. People also like the Saints this year, um, yeah, which was great until they got stopped by Dallas, and now they're looking mortal. But <laughs> yeah, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I couldn't look past the Saints, but then Thursday, kind of, I hope it's just a blip. Um, I think it's a blip. It's yeah, not like, also because yeah, like they. I mean, it seemed like they sorted out their defense as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, out of the the kind of top three in terms of Rams, Chiefs, and Saints, they were the ones that kind of addressed their defense as the season's gone on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Drew Brees, right? Right, Should be able to pull he's, this through. But he's a legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Patriots are gonna be a threat this year? I hope not. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Colin. I mean, yeah. no. I mean, I, uh, my brother-in-law is a. Uh, Patriots fan but he's one of those Patriots fans you just love to hate because he he knows Tom Brady he knows Gronkowski and I think he couldn't name anyone else oh no on the team other than that so, so it's, it's, like, it's just like two or three stars but then again I mean that's that's Belichick's whole thing is like he'll basically take second string talent and uh, turn it into something you know really really good mm-hmm. I mean yeah it would have been very interesting I know Brady is a great talent but if Belichick wasn't the coach there, would they have had the same success that they had? I don't Not believe it would have been. No. No. Um, just a very well-organized uh, franchise there. Yeah. But, yeah, I think mm-hmm. between, like, I mean, Chargers have had quite a year. Um, mm-hmm. Baltimore will be in the playoffs, and there's such a good defense that, you know, they could definitely threaten whoever's playing them. But, um, yeah, I think Chiefs or Chargers is, is what I'm yeah. saying, the AFC. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, for the NFC, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually going to be in New Orleans Super Bowl weekend, so it would be awesome if the Saints made it, just from an atmosphere point of view oh, there. Man, um, that's right. Yeah. I forgot it's there. Holy moly. Oh, no, it's not in New Orleans. It's in The Super oh. Bowl's in Atlanta. Oh, but, that's right. Yeah, never mind. I remember this whole thing, how Maroon 5 is doing the halftime show, and everybody got upset because there's a lot of great music talent in Atlanta that uh, yes, didn't but, get asked. Mm-hmm. yeah but no i remember i can i i think when seattle won the super bowl i think i just left vancouver to move to calgary mm. and i had a few friends from vancouver who traveled down to seattle um when they were in the super bowl i think the super bowl was held in arizona that year if i'm correct yes that's right Which, yeah. yeah but they said the atmosphere in seattle was just incredible so uh Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was living there at the time. Wait, was I? Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't. I just moved to New York. But, um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that town got, like, just electric, and everything was, like, turned, you know, green and blue. It was, mm-hmm. it was amazing. And then we went back again and almost won it again. But, uh, you yeah, know, things didn't work out so good. 
team's kind of fallen apart since then, hasn't it, really? We thought, well, I don't know. I went into the year thinking this is going to be a horrible year to be a Seahawks fan. Yeah. There's no talent. There's, you know, like it's a rebuilding year. You know, this is going to be a losing record. But now they're they're still in it. I mean, it's not, they're not one of the top, top teams, but way better than I expected, especially out of the, the young talent coming together. I mean, the offensive line is basically the same players and they're still like actually way better. It's true. I mean, I remember used to watch Seahawks games in the last like two seasons and it was just Russell Wilson just dancing around for his life there, but he yep. seems to have a bit of time in the pocket this year, which is uh, good to see. And you've only really got to get to the, get to the dance so to speak and then you can yeah. potentially pull it off right so yeah yeah i mean I, who I, knows yeah i'm i'm not super optimistic about like playoff chances or the super bowl but it seems like more of a successful season for them than anybody thought or at least than i thought it would be yeah and then there's a huge game this week for him against uh, the niners with richard sherman returning yeah i mean i don't know i think i think seattle still loves sherm for you know everything he's done for the team and just kind of the mm. you know his outsized personality i i don't think there's going to be too much booing when he comes out i hope not yeah i hope not i mean you know he he left on his own terms i don't think he, he really yeah and uh yeah he was a, a legend in seattle for for years right so yeah It'd be a shame to see that happen, but there's always fickle fans that will sure have a go at it. But. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that should hopefully be a nice, easier game for Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, poor Niners. I feel so bad. It used they, you know, in like 2012, 2013, had such a good team, uh, and then things have really fallen apart for them, especially with you, you know a couple of huge injuries this year. But it's just been real lousy over there. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they're your rival, so do you really feel that bad for him? Uh, you know, here's the thing. I, I, want, I want a worthy opponent. I, I want yeah. the rival to be good and to prove our greatness against our rival. If our biggest mm-hmm. rival is, you know, the 49ers and they are looking like they're looking, it's like, well, I don't know. What is? No, I, I see where you're coming that. from. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the Rams. But, How long will that continue? I mean... They've got to have contracts coming up that they can't sustain with salary cap, surely. No, no. I, I think basically, you know, next year will probably be still pretty good for them. But mm-hmm. um, after that, it'll tail off. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's been so remarkable to see, you know, kind of over the past few years that like really the winning formula is hit on a young quarterback, you know, keep them on their rookie contract. And then during that time, pay literally everybody you can to, to be there. And I mean, that's what yeah. you're seeing on Rams chiefs. I mean, not the saints cause you know, Drew Brees, but um, you know, there's so many of these other teams that everybody's just trying to hit on that and, and win within like a two, three year stretch. Yeah. Or you just get someone like Tom Brady, whose wife's making millions and millions. He doesn't need the money and they don't have to pay him as much and yeah. <laughs> you can put the team around him. I mean, Blake, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Thing. It's, <laughs> he was like, whatever deal, you know, lets me stay with this team. And then, but he's Blake Bortles. And he's not going to be there next year. No. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, that's a fall from grace, that team this year after their season they had the year before. Yeah, they started out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they beat the Giants week one. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really expect much from that game, to be honest. But then they've just fallen apart and... 
come and the Colts have come in and won that division. Or well, not? No, sorry, the Texans are going to win that division, but the Colts are. Yeah, they're doing turning great. it around. Yeah, yeah. Turns out Andrew Luck is still really good at football. <laughs> he needs a shoulder. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's been uh, it's been fun. Thanks again to Scott for being on the show. Always fun to get an interview and uh, and be able to connect more uh, in in conversation on the podcast with uh, another manager and yeah, just a fun fun catch up and convo there. Uh, lastly, you know, before I let you go, always got to check in and ask what is happening in the bakery. It's tidy bakery. What is Baker Mayfield up to? Well, Baker is uh, facing the Texans. Uh, this week that's going to be a rough game for him i think he's going to get hit a lot so uh drink your milk this week uh speaking of milk i made cookies and uh we ate them all so i'm probably going to make some more cookies to go with all that milk that baker's going to be drinking so uh yeah it's cookie bacon season here in the new york branch of the tidy bakery well, uh, enjoy your week, everybody. Hope, uh, hope it's a good weekend for most of you. Uh, not John, because, I don't know, competition. Uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, everybody take care. Have fun watching football. Have fun with fantasy football. And, uh, yeah, till next time. This has been the Soap Opera for Dude's Digest. Bye-bye. What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama. <laughs> right there. Yep, for 